Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into a special Saturday edition WWL here at the Saints facility getting ready for the introduction of Derek Carr as the Saints quarterback. Uh, they've just arrived inside the media room here, everyone getting settled. Carr, head coach Dennis Allen, along with his family, uh, team owner Mrs. Benson, as we get settled in and ready to introduce the newest quarterback of the black and gold. We're good. You're good. Go ahead, coach. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, look, um, appreciate everybody being out here today. Um, obviously, it's, it's an exciting time for uh, us as an organization. Um, I'm sure exciting for Derek and his family. Um, before we really kind of get going, I do want to make sure that, um, <clears throat> you know, everybody knows that Derek's a much quicker decision maker on the field than he is off the field. Obviously, this took way too long in the process, um, but we're but we're obviously happy that that we have him. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to be um, with the Raiders when we drafted him in the second round, and and uh, have always admired the type of person that he is, uh, as well as the the, uh, the type of player that he is. And so, uh, it's been outstanding just to watch him grow. Um, you know, both as an individual and as a player, and we're we're uh, we're excited about having him as our quarterback. And so, I'm going to turn it over to, to uh, the new quarterback of the New Orleans Saints, Derek Carr. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. You know, thank you, thank you so much. Um, you know, this this really is a dream come true moment for me, and the the warmth and the love that I felt. Um, you know, from the city of New Orleans, Mrs. Benson, um, Mickey, DA, the whole organization, the whole city has been unbelievable. And before I get into that, I just have to say thank you to, to the Raiders, to Oakland, Las Vegas. I mean, I, would, I wouldn't be me if I didn't say thank you to them. Um, you know, I had nine great years there, a lot of great memories, uh, a lot of hard times, a lot of fun times, um, a lot of 
uh, you know, a lot of kids since then in those days. <laughs> and uh, and I, I, Mr. Davis and the Raider organization, thank you. Um, you know, if, if they see this, I have to say thank you to them because I wouldn't be here without them and would, wouldn't be here without you if you didn't pick me, <laughs> you know, uh, in that spot. So with that said, you know, Mrs. Benson, thank you so much. Um, the warmth and the love that you've shown my wife and to my family and to me um, is really something that, you know, just took us over the edge. Um, the love and the genuine heart that you have um, towards us and towards your whole team and towards your whole staff. And there's not one person in this building that wouldn't say the same thing. And that, that meant a lot to us in the decision making. Um, and as soon as we met you, it was like we met family. You know, it was like we already knew you. And, um, you know, the love that you showed us, and that meant so much to us. So thank you for welcoming, welcoming us to your organization and to your city. Um, to Mickey, I know Mickey and, you know, Tim had a lot of discussions. Uh, you know, we had a lot of, a lot of, a lot of talks, and I, I tried to keep myself even killed during the whole thing, even though my wife already knew that we were coming here. Um, <laughs> you know, she, she, she could have saved me a lot of time if she just would have told me that. Um, I was trying to find the perfect place for our family. And she could have helped us with that. Uh, but thank you, um, you know, for, for everything. And, and DA, uh, you know, I, you know what, how I feel about this man, uh, hopefully me sitting here tells you what I think about him. And, you know, the opportunity, you gave me my first opportunity. Every time we played y'all, um, you know, since, you know, we weren't on the same team, I would always tell you thank you, you know, because you, you know, or in the press conference leading up to that game, I would say I was always thankful for DA because he gave me my chance. He trusted me with the keys to an organization and um, to be that quarterback there for nine years. Thank you, you know, for that. And, you know, we, we're just getting started, though. You right. know? And, uh, you know, all that's in the past. But thank you for, for texting me and, and blowing up my phone to make sure I picked the right spot. <laughs> and, and, you know, to the whole organization um, and, and to the city of New Orleans, thank you for welcoming my wife and my children literally everywhere we've gone. You know, when we first got here, we, we, you know, with all the great food, the first place we went was Chipotle because we didn't know anything. Uh, and, and we walked in there and we couldn't get out of there because of the love from everyone in that, uh, in, in that building. And, you know, they were taking pictures and just welcoming us, you know, to the city, telling us anything that we need. They're here for us. And you could already feel the Southern hospitality and the, the, the home feeling of it. And, you know, with that said, you know, my wife and I are super grateful, um, you know, to be here with our children and, you know, make New Orleans home. Um, you know, we chose, we chose New Orleans. You know, we chose this city. We chose the people here. Um, you know, thank Drew Breeze for reaching out to me and answering a lot of my questions. <laughs> uh, you, know, um, you know, I thank, you know, Peyton Manning, Archie Manning for reaching out to me and answering questions and being there for me, uh, you know, in making this decision. And so, you know, I'm really excited to get started, and all of this stuff is fun. Um, but hopefully I can answer your questions as fast and as honorable as possible so we can get back to work. <laughs> this is WWL New Orleans, WWL FM, and HD1, Kenner, New Orleans. You want to start off? It was to come to the Saints, considering you never played with a top 20 defense, and considering where the defense is at now, as far as it being from the team aspect, that the defense has been top-notch, and that, you know, that's something you've never been fortunate to be able to play with. Yeah, I mean, you know, one thing for me when making this decision, you know, all you can do is, you know, look at past resumes, you know. Um, but once I knew once you sign with the team, none of the stats or anything in the past matter, you know. Right now we, we don't have any rankings and we don't have any wins, you know. And so 
uh, the, more, the most important thing to me was the character of the men in the room. You know, not really the ranking and that kind of thing, but the character. And, you know, when, when I talk to the defensive guys here, and I've, I've known a lot of them for a lot of years, um, but they're grown men. You know, they know how to handle success. They know how to handle hard times. And they, they compete at everything that they do. And this past year when, I would say us, but y'all beat our faces in, you know, here at the Superdome. <laughs> uh, you know, you could feel the physicality that they played with. You could feel um, the energy, the, the brotherhood. You could feel those things. And I was so pissed after the game, excuse my language, but, you know, I, could, I was like, wow, you know, what a... What a what opportunity it is to make that one of my choices now, you know. And uh, you know, so again, the rankings and stats, the DA be the first one to tell you none of that stuff matters. Anything I've done in the past, anything that they've done in the past doesn't matter. It's about what we're gonna do. And the main main thing to me was the the character and the the type of man, you know, type of men that are in that locker room, and and the type of men um, is what was so intriguing to me. You know, they're grown men. Uh, like I said, the physicality that they play with, you know, the style of play that, that I know D.A. preaches because I've been in the rooms hearing him say it. And, um, you know, I, that, that was something that fired me up. Derek, your brother David mentioned that you and Michael Thomas go way back and have a history and mentioned too that he was a part of sort of the courtship. Just how far back do you and MT go and mm -hmm. how was he a part of this process? Yeah, I, I would say, I mean, really just in the recent has been the most we've talked, you know, obviously as players, we know each other and have a respect and all those kind of things, right? Um, and you have a lot of those relationships throughout the year, but, you know, me and, me and Mike, we've, you know, gotten close through this process and talking and, you know, the first time I talked to him on the phone, I don't think he wanted me to get off the phone, you know? I, I really enjoyed talking to him and I, I told Mickey, I was like, you talk to Mike Thomas and you feel like you two could go out there and face the world. You know, I, I told my wife when I got off the phone and she was like, why are you smiling? I was like, I love this guy, <laughs> you know, he's so competitive, you know, and, uh, you know, I think just the energy that he brings, you know, uh, it would be a very exciting times to throw him the football for sure. So, um, you know, when when he started recruiting and talking to me and all that, he he wouldn't even like try and recruit me. He's just like, hey, when are we getting to work? We're wasting time, you know, uh, you know, time's ticking, you know, and I was like, yeah, I feel the same way, but time, t we'll get there. But uh you know, I think that our relationship has grown through this process, and I look forward to hopefully making that relationship grow even stronger. You're listening to Derek Carr's introductory press conference on WWL Saints Radio. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, it was. You know, we were just talking in the in the cafeteria just a few minutes ago, just about how that process went, and you know, you 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 want to you know make sure because we were the first ones to reach out, we were the first ones to show interest, and and obviously, you know, Derek was a guy that um, you know obviously I knew, but when our personnel people watched the tape, um, and then our coaches watched the tape, he was clearly. Uh, our number one target in terms of what we wanted to do at the quarterback position. And so uh, we wanted to be first out there and, and uh, uh, just make sure that he knew that, like, it was, he, was, he was the number one option. Um, and then as we went through the process and he came here and he visited and, you know, as the days were going on, you want to be respectful and allow him the opportunity to gather all the information that he needs to uh, to make the right decision. And yet, you don't want to ever get too far from, from the forefront of his mind. But um, 
I'll be honest with you, I, I really felt like, and I think we all felt like, um, when we had a chance to sit down and visit with Derek and he told us what was really important to him and what was really important to him was going and winning uh, and trying to win a championship, um, I felt all along that this was going to be the spot that, that uh, was going to be the best fit. Uh, well, I think uh, I think his maturity level um, as he came in. Uh, you know, you guys will get a chance to know him as we go along. Um, uh, he, he's a very mature uh, individual. Um, he's he's highly intelligent. He's very competitive, um, and he can spin it. And and so when you put all those things together, along with the tireless work ethic, um, you know, I just felt like the upside of the of the player was was what we needed to do at that time. Um, you know, that's you know important to me was something that I was thinking about. Um, you know, how do I add value? You know, you know, be be a blessing, not a burden. You know, um, you know I don't want to be a burden to anybody in this building. I just want to add value where I can add value. And um, I think just there's a lot of experience on this team. I, I have a lot of experience, different experience, but I have experience too. Um, you know, dealt with a lot of different personalities, you know. Um, you know, I think from a football aspect, you know, playing the quarterback position, like, I'm not, again, I'll never be someone in here saying I'm this or I'm that. Like, I'm going to be me. I'm not, I'm going to be very imperfect. Uh, but I can promise you perfect effort, you know. And, you know, that's what I can do is the film study, the, the, the work ethic. The city of New Orleans is going to get just like Las Vegas and just like Oakland, they're going to get literally everything that I have. And I've learned a lot from my time. And, and then getting released, you know, it, it alerts you to some things like, you know, what else can I do? You know, that fire, you know, gets a little, little hotter on the inside. And, um, you know, I'm not going to get into too much detail on what I'm going to bring because I'm sure when I throw an incomplete pass, it may get brought up again. But, uh, you know, um, you know, to me, I, I just want to provide, um, you know, leadership, you know, someone that's going to love their teammates. Um, I'm not coming in here to try and take anything over. Like, I'm not taking anything over. I'm going to be me, you know. I'm going to call out what I want to call out, and I'm going to encourage what I think should be encouraged. Um, but I'm here to do this with Cam, with Demario, with Tyron, with Taysom, with Alvin, you know, with Mike. You know, I'm, we're, if we want to go far, we got to go together. And it's not just because Derek shows up, you know, that we're going to do anything special. It's because we all decided as a collective unit to go in one direction and do it the same way. And that starts in OTAs. That starts in April, you know, getting everybody here and getting to work if we really want to do what we want to do. Derek, we, we had heard that Pete Carmichael Jr. and the principals of this offense were, were selling for you. Can you talk about why, that, why you see this offense as a good fit for you and vice Yeah, I think just, um, just the background of the offense, where it's come from, um, the terminology. Um, it's right. It's it's it gets back to what I thought were my most productive and successful years um, uh, in in that aspect. So the similar concepts, um, different ways of getting to certain things, and uh, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And so, uh, you know, as soon as they started talking football, and particularly on how you know how Drew wanted to play and how 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 that season went, you know, or seasons went when Drew was here and how that style and that kind of stuff, that was intriguing to me that they can do so many different things 
no matter who is quarterback, they fit. Like when Taysom plays, they they fit what Taysom can do. When Andy plays, they fit what Andy can do. When Jameis plays, and all those guys are super talented, but they all do things differently, better than others, right? And that's how we all are as humans, you know. Especially as quarterbacks, we all have our strengths. And so I think the intriguing thing to me was like whoever was playing quarterback that you know Pete and the staff was always putting them in the best situation possible for them as a player, you know, um, because it, you know I'm not. Uh, you know, if we're going to go zone read, you know, 30 times a game, I'm probably not your guy, you know. Uh, but there are some things that I can do really well um, that the Lord has blessed me with um, that I think that, you know, Pete and the offensive staff do a really good job of whatever that is for each individual player. Um, they pull that out of them. You know, Derek, speaking of your, uh, the Lord and your Christian faith, uh, I thought you being a family man and, you know, when you, what happens off the field? You know, you go from Las Vegas to New Orleans. Come on, you know uh, what can happen off the field. And I said you can't get any individual more stable than a Derek Carr, considering you know his Christian faith and uh, what he's going to bring to the table, and also your involvement in the community. Yeah, I mean I'm not going to sit up here and throw Bibles at everybody, but I do, I do have faith and I do believe, you know, and that's how we raise our children. And that's what the basis of our marriage is on. You know, I love my wife because of the way that I'm loved. You know and how I learned that love. And so same thing in the community is that that's how I, I, I love people. You know, when I, was, when I was these guys' age, my mom, my mom used to get really mad at me because I'd go talk to all the strangers, you know. So you can't just go walk off with strangers, you know, in the mall. Um, but I, for ever since I was little, I just love people. And so, um, you know, my involvement in the community, um, you may not hear a lot about some of the stuff. Uh, you're going to hear enough about some of the stuff I do, but... We like to make sure that the impact that we're making isn't for everyone to see. You know, I, I, I you know, sometimes that's good, and there's a place for it, and and all those kind of things, and we will do that. But, um, you know, for us, there's a lot of stuff that we do that, you know, it's that it's that one family, it's that it's that one person that you run into at Target that may need a little help, or there's the one person at the gas station. There's that one, and we just try and always be open to that and what the Lord is saying to us on how to help that community and love and just love the people of New Orleans. And so, um, you know, for us that. My faith is number one. That'll never change, you know, no matter, no matter what, good or bad. And then my family and then football. And I love all three a lot, so I'll make sure I give them my best. The two-minute offense here has been pretty efficient over the years, and that's an area where you kind of excel down and guys and all that. What is it about those situations where you can kind of take control and direct things and think suits your game so well? Well, it, it, at first, we have, to, we have to run efficient plays, you know. It's... Yeah, we have like records and stuff that we did in the past, like I said, but it's not because I was just, you know, some Superman or something like that. It's because we all were on the same page and we all put a lot of work in to make sure everyone did their job at the right time. And we were in those situations so often, um, you, know, you know, coming back to try and win games or things like that, that we got, we got comfortable in those positions. And so I just, when you practice something a lot, you, you get better at them. And so I haven't. I haven't won every two-minute drive I've been on, but we've won a lot of them, you know, and so have they here. They haven't won them all. And in fact, I remember one where we gave Drew a little too much time, and you guys almost beat us here in the Superdome back in 2016. <laughs> um, but thankfully, it was a it was long... still a bad P.I. <laughs> so, you know, it was awful. Thankfully, it was a long field goal. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's like, it, it's... It, it starts in April, and it starts in training camp. You know, us putting the work in, being put in uncomfortable situations by the coaches. Like, you know, practice is going to be hard, you know, especially against these guys on defense. Like, it should be so hard so that when the game happens, 
you're used to going against that hard of a look, that tough of a situation, and everyone's you know heart rates are a little bit lower. You know, while while the Superdome may be loud, and hopefully on offense are a little quieter than you know some of the Raider games were on offense. But uh, you know, uh, you know, for us, it's just going to come down to execution and playing good football. You know, um, nothing nothing special. You know, just everyone everyone literally just do your job and let's and then we'll go see what happens at the end of it. You're listening to Derek Carr's introductory press conference on WWL Saints Radio. Explosive, you know, very explosive, um, com- very, very competitive. Um, you know, I'm really excited to, you know, have all those guys run down the field and just check one down to Alvin just to see what he can do. You know, um, that'll be fun. You know, I'm excited to watch, you know, Taysom run the football, you know, and have the ball in his hands. I'm excited to watch those guys run down the field. You know, with their speed and athleticism, and you know, the, you know, and Jawan, you know, the athleticism that he has as, as a tight end, and the way he can move, and you know, there's just so much potential. But that doesn't mean anything, you know. Um, so you make a decision based on what you think it can be, but then you got to go make it that. And so, um, you know, when you watch them on film, though, you just, it's it's hard not to get excited. You know, it's hard not to be, you know, for Saints fans, it's hard not to be excited about you know the roster and. You know what Mickey and Da have put together here. It's uh, it's exciting. Very important. Um, it showed me, um, you know, how they felt about me from the beginning, and uh, they they were very honest and clear. You heard Da what what he said, and that's exactly what he told me on the phone. And um, you know, so the fact that they were willing to even trade for me, um, you know, that that meant something. That mean that shows. You're showing me value without showing me value, right? Uh, you're, you're valuing me as a quarterback and me as a human, you know, without even having to say anything. And that meant something. It meant not just something. It meant a lot. And so, um, obviously, our relationship goes, you know, way back uh, and things like that. But, you know, this time around, you know, when they they were the first one out there, and you know, I remember Tim called me, you know, and told me, and uh, you know, we set up the visit, and you know, all those things. That that meant a lot. And then. When you get in this building and you meet everybody and you talk football and you go to dinner and then you meet Miss Benson, it's like, you know, how do you not come here? <laughs> you know, it's like you're looking for every good thing about everywhere else and there's a lot of good things about other places, but it's hard to find, you know, a place that has almost everything. <laughs> you know, Derek, what would you attest your availability? To be held accountable, you got to be available. To me, that's one of the most remarkable things. I mean, I don't know how many games have you missed, like three, two, three years? Yeah. I mean, that's two, a, two this year. Is it like uh, just <laughs> luck, or uh, uh, is it luck, or preparation, or because uh, you got to be available, and that's one thing you've been. Well, first, it's the Lord because it's violent out there. <laughs> you know, it's, it's freak things can happen. I mean, I got, I got some, I got a plate and some screws in my ankle to prove that. You know, um, you know, you, you got to, you know, it's got to be just. The Lord has to have his hand, you know, around that situation. And sometimes there's things that you got to walk through. And we've walked through those things with injuries. But I, I also work really hard at taking care of my body. I, I, my wife knows, like, when it's football season, I get home from work. I give her a kiss, play with the kids for a little bit, and I'm downstairs. And my, my man is downstairs with me, you know, working on me and making sure that I'm fine-tuned for practice. Like, my, my big thing was I'm not just trying to get ready for Sundays. I'm trying to get ready for Wednesday. You know, I want to make sure I feel great so my practices are at the highest level they can be, not just get feel good by Sunday. You know, I, I feel like if I can continue to do that, and that's why I feel like in my career right now, I told my wife, I was like, I, I may be 31, but I feel like I'm 21. You know, I, I feel great. Um, and thankfully, we got good genes, too. My dad was still dunking basketballs when he was 50, so 
uh, you know, I don't plan on playing that long. But, uh, <laughs> but, but no, it's, it feels good to, you know, be able to have, some, have a team of people around you and a wife that understands, you know, what it takes to be available, you know, and hopefully our track record for the last nine years shows that, you know, I, I spend a lot of time taking care of my body and doing anything I can to make sure I'm available for my teammates. The, the biggest heartbreak that I'll ever have is if I let my teammates down. And, you know, not being av available to help them win a football game would, would feel that way for me. Man, I could, I, we, me and Tim, my agent, we could definitely write a book. Yeah, that's for sure. It was, it was very interesting. Um, but at, but at some point, uh, me, and me and Mickey talked about this. At some point, it gets to like, you're, you got so many details. You're picking this, and you're, you're fine. You know, literally every detail you're picking apart. You know, and finally, at this, at some point, you're just like, I can't wait for it to be done. You know, I just can't wait to. I just want to find a place to call home. You know, and. And doing that while we were trying to be respectful of other teams that maybe had a later start and these kind of things, because I wanted to make sure that when I sat, when I dreamed of this moment, there's no doubt or any question in my mind. You know, like when I sat here, like I know that I can give this shield everything that I possibly have and not be like, oh, what would that have been like? Or what could that have been? We got every answer. Uh, Tim it doesn't get enough credit. Obviously, agents don't get enough credit sometimes. But Tim, give, every question I had, he gave me every answer. You know, every, and I had a lot of had a lot of questions. <laughs> sometimes too late at night, you know. And uh, but he was uh, very vital to helping me get to the point to where I could sit here. And D. Avon said, it, "You need to go through the process." You know, even Coach Sala in New York, you need to go through the process. And and I appreciated that, you know, because they were like, "You're going to get all the questions, so that when you get to sit down and make the decision, you know, like I, I'm a saint. Like that's that's it. You know, I don't have anything in my heart anywhere else. You know, I'll always have love where I was." But, you know, I'm here now. Can you explain your thought process um, when you decided not to leave the no trade clause? Do you kind of always feel like you're going to end up a free agent and being able to go to the next process? Honestly, no. Um, I was very willing uh, to accept a trade. Um, but I was only able to talk to one team. You know, I was only given permission to talk to one team. And so um, as much as I love and respect the guys, uh, you know, Dave and, you know, Josh over in, you know, the Raiders, like, I was like, it's not, I can, how do I make that decision when it's the only time in my career that I've been, could possibly be free? I can't possibly make that decision, you know, um, you know, without being able to talk to other people. But I still almost made the decision, you know, like I, you know, I felt so much love here, like I still almost did it. But at the end of the day, I just felt like I knew that when I sat here, um, I wanted to be able to, you know, look my kids in the eye and look my wife in the eye and know that I did everything in my power. I asked every question. I went through every process to make sure I tried to make the best decision for our family, us together. And so um, I wasn't closed off to it at all, you know, which was, you know, maybe shocking to some people, you know, but I, I wasn't closed off. Like, I was willing to work, and, but I just was only able to talk to the Saints. Um, but it worked out. You know, Derek, uh, how much of a mentor has your brother David Carr been to you considering 2002 first overall pick uh, yeah. with the Texans? Has he brought any stability in as far as advice? It seems like he's your number one fan. Oh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> oh, my brothers, yeah, yeah. So I feel bad for some of y'all if y'all tweet something bad. They, <laughs> that's not, it's not, it's not coming from me. All right. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but they're, but they're brothers and they're going to protect their own. So you guys got to get used to that. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I love my brothers to death, you know, both of them, you know, and they're my heroes. You know, I was, 
so much younger. I was nine years younger than Darren. I'm 11 years younger than David. And there, I mean, as a kid, like those are my heroes. You know, I wanted to play high school football like them. I wanted to go to the same college as my brother. You know, I want to play in the NFL like my brother. I, w I wanted to be like them. You know, like my, you know, my dad. My dad was there to show me the work ethic, and David was there to show me the path. You know, that it works. And uh, you know, and Darren too, with what he's been able to accomplish in his life. And so, you know, for me, David has been there to answer every question. You know, I, he was a free agent too. You know, I asked him questions, and um, you know, he's played. A lot of the coaches that are still around, he's played with some of the coaches that are still around and all those things. And so, uh, you know, for me, you know, he's, yeah, he's my biggest fan, you know, and both of them are. They're, they're my biggest fans, but they're my brothers at the end of the day. We're family. And, you know, just like I try and teach these boys, you know, when everyone else doesn't have your back, y'all are going to have each other's back, you know. And when, you know, maybe someone didn't have my back, they're going to have my back. And that's what family does. Like, Forget anybody else who doesn't like that. You know, I'd rather my brothers have my back no matter what, you know. And that's hopefully what, you know, what they're building here with our team is that we have a brotherhood here that no matter what we go through, no matter what the game situation provides us, we know that we're going to be all right. Um, I know I asked about, you, you referenced Drew and Archie. Um, obviously, you played against Peyton and Eli. Was Archie a cold call? Did you know him at all? Or have a relationship with him? And, and maybe just kind of a moment of levity. Did he give you any restaurant recommendations? Because I think the Houdat Nation heard yeah, 100%. And that's why we were laughing, like, what are we doing? <laughs> um, yeah, Archie, so Peyton texted me. Um, we obviously played Peyton for years, you know, when he was in Denver and all that. Um, and then uh, the Pro Bowl this past, you know, he was my he was my head coach for the Pro Bowl, which was awesome. Um, and then uh, he texted me Archie's number and Cooper, his brother, um, and I'll, I'll end up reaching out to Cooper, too. Obviously, they know this area way better than I do. And then... Before I could even text Archie, I got a text from from Archie and uh, saying he can't wait to connect and help in any way that he can once everything slows down. And so, I, I mean, that's that's kind of my hope that what I could be for some future Saints quarterback or some future Raiders quarterback is someone that will just be there to help. You know, um, you know, I'm definitely not going to be the you know past quarterback that bashes the new one. I can promise you that. Coach Allen, why was it so important to bring in? Uh, well, I don't think it's just a veteran quarterback. I think it's the veteran quarterback that we wanted, you know. Um, and so I, I don't know that, you know, there was this thing that, well, we got to go out and find any veteran quarterback. We wanted to find, you know, the quarterback that we wanted. And uh, like I said before, we clearly identified Derek as our number one target. And, uh, you know, we went and we went and got him. I think the interesting thing is, you know, um, like we, we really didn't try to sell Derek per se. We just told him the truth. You know, we told him the truth about what we thought about him. We told him the truth about how our organization operates. Um, and really, quite honestly, if that was good enough for him, then, you know, we felt like we'd get him. And if it wasn't, then, you know, we were going to wish him luck and find, find, a, find another uh, another avenue to go down. So uh, I think that's the cool thing about our organization is I think our organization sold itself. Dennis, uh, I know you got areas you want to address in the offseason, but getting someone like Derek who is better leadership, how much at all does it impact free agency and the draft, you know, the way how you look at things? Well, a couple things. Number one, I think anytime you're able to acquire a, a, a player like Derek, 
that that's had success in our league and played at a high level. Um, I think that's an I think that's a um, intriguing aspect for other free agents uh, that want to come and 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 be a part of playing with a quarterback like that. I mean, that's obviously um, something that's that's in play here. Um, Look, the quarterback position is the most important position on the field. And so for us to be able to get that position solidified and feel good about where we're at there, um, now it gives us an opportunity to really start to focus in on how we're going to um, you know, try to fill some of the other holes. Yeah, I think... Um, you know, there's so many different reasons why certain things happen and all that. But for me, it just comes down to getting back to how I believe, you know, I should play. And, you know, throwing, com let's complete a lot of passes. Let's throw it to our team. And let's put ourselves in a position to win at the end of football games, you know. And so um, I think, you know, there's a lot of reasons why certain things happen and all that kind of stuff. But I think I can do those things better. And so I'm not focused on really the exterior things. I'm more focused on you know, me and what I can do to be the best version of myself, which I, I know I still have a lot of years left to do that and, uh, and to really get better at it. So, And, you know, Derek, uh, talking about finishing games, I mean, no one has had more fourth-quarter comebacks than yourself. you got to take pride in that. Hmm. Closing out games in the fourth quarter, that's the difference whether you win or lose. Yep. And since you've been in the league, no one has done it better than you. Well, I appreciate that. Um, I mean, as a kid, you know, my favorite player is Kobe Bryant. And... Um, I always tell my kids, I used to, you know, they do it now. You know, I would run around in the front yard on our little basketball hoop on our slanted driveway, you know, counting down three, two, one, and missing a lot of them before I started making them, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and I started doing that, and it was because I, the first one I ever saw was Michael Jordan, 97 against the Jazz, you know, hit the crossover. I think it was 97, 98, and hit the, hit the shot at the top of the key, and I was like, it just did something to me. I was like, this kid's age, and I just remember watching that like, I want to do that, <laughs> you know, like it was something in me that, I, man, I hope to have one of, the, and when I was in college, I was like, man, can I get, I hope to have one of those in the NFL, like one moment, and now that we've had so many moments like that, it's been really cool, because I remember being their age, like dreaming of that moment, and now being able to do them at this level is, you know, stuff that I'll remember, you know, for the rest of my life, it's really cool. Have you all talked, and I mean, that's over romanticizing about Yeah, I mean, that's the easy answer, right? I mean, we were just saying that. As a matter of fact, when, when uh, uh, I think that's kind of how we got off the phone when Derek called me uh, Sunday evening and said, you know, we wanted to come here and be the quarterback. And, you know, we needed to, you know, we both felt like we did our job. Now it was time for Tim and Mickey and Kai to, you know, get it, get it, uh, uh, get it nailed down but um but yeah that was one of the things like when we got off the phone it was like hey look it's time for us to go finish what we started so i think it's kind of a cool uh it's kind of a cool deal yeah yes absolutely yeah there was never a there was never a doubt from me or for, from Tim um, you know, or from you know, Coach Allen to Mickey. Like, they made it very clear 
um, you know, how they felt. They made it very, they were honest. They, they told us the truth about the organization and they didn't try and make anything seem like it wasn't. And um, I think that's what meant the most to me was it was just honesty from the beginning, you know. And, and there were other teams that said certain things and said similar things and all that. Um, but at the end of the day, they, they came out first. They tried to trade for them, you know, all these kind of things. And when you start weighing that, it's like, you know, they, you know to feel wanted like that, you know, again, is, is nice, you know, for, for someone to see the value that you can possibly bring to their organization and to their city and to their locker room. Um, you know, that, that, that means something. Now, Derek, wouldn't you say that uh, the fan base here in New Orleans is very similar to the Raiders, blue collar, you know, the black hole, the who that nation, that is common people that you can relate to and want to have success for them, not only playing for yourself or your family, but playing for a community? Yeah, I mean, we got, we got picked up, you know, from the hotel today, and we're driving right past the Superdome, and you're driving past all the little shops, and you're driving down airline, and you're looking, and, it's, and I, I had the thought, like, man, it would be so awesome to win for this city. It would be so awesome to win for these people. You'd be the Grand Marshal or a Mardi Gras parade for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a lot to learn about all, all the culture, man. Everybody's saying words to me. I'm like, what does that mean, you know? <laughs> I'm from I'm from Oakland, and <laughs> Las Vegas, you know. Um, but we're learning. Um, but I am, you know, it you, I, it almost feels like that college feel again. Like you, like this the whole city, like you're they're in it with you, you know. And um, again, the city has been unbelievable to my family so far. Like my wife and I were talking about last night. We've literally been just blown away, um, you know. And hopefully we can, you know, win for them and make more fun times. I, I, can't promise wins, but I can promise you a great effort, and I can promise you that. And so I'm excited to go out there and compete as hard as I can with my teammates and hopefully give them what they want to see. Derek, you mentioned wanting to get to know some of these guys talking to Mike Matt. Will you try to set up like a, a drone camp sometime this summer just to get the guys to see Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, especially in the summer, you know, um, right now everything happens so quick, and um, we're going to be here in just a few weeks anyway. And so, um, you know, if anyone is close by and all that, then we'll have them out now. But I always, every year, with my whiteouts. And it's not like I'm not doing it for any kind of Instagram kind of thing or anything like that. Like, I really believe in that work, you know, that any work you can do with your receivers and any work you can do um, as much as you can do together, um, you know, that's, what, that's what's going to matter on, you know, third and eight, you know, um, you know, at the end of the season. You know, that's what's going to matter. You know, in the first game of the season, when you know we're in the red zone, you know it's it's those reps together. You know, not doing it with somebody else, but um, that that stuff will be important during the summer um, for sure. And um, you know, hopefully, hopefully get those guys out to wherever we're going, and we'll figure out a spot and get to work. But um, yeah, that'll definitely be something a part of the plan. Were those defensive players in the game last season? Were they talking to you? No, no, not to me. I mean, I know Cam and Demario. I've known them for a while. Tyron, I've played against. Obviously, when he was in Kansas City, he's Picked off a few of my passes over the years. Hopefully, no more. Hopefully, no more in practice. Uh, you know, but uh, you know, uh, you know, those they were definitely talking, um, and we didn't really have much to talk about in that game. Uh, I think you guys got the payback on us for that one. <laughs> Well, I think I was on the phone with Tim, and we were going through certain scenarios and. Even a couple crazy scenarios that were actually possible out there, and you know things like that. And um, as as I broke down the, the final, you know, handful of teams that you know was really serious, and we had chosen between, um, 
you know, I think there was something that obviously with respect to the one team um, that was sad that I just finally told Tim, I was like, man, I said, whatever, I'm, I'm a saint, let's do it. And he said, he said, there you go. I remember, I'll, I'll never forget, he said, there you go. You know, like, I knew who he was rooting for. <laughs> it almost seemed like, but, uh, you know, uh, but it, I think that we both just fell in love with the, the whole thing. You know, we really gave everyone a fair chance, which was awesome. And we really opened our hearts and our minds up to everything. Um, but we just kept, I just kept getting pulled in this direction until finally I was just like, I'm ready. And then as soon as I got off the phone, um, I said, I, I remember saying, well, let me, let me talk to Heather first, because I had to make sure that she was the first one to know, you know. Um, so I, I, remember, I remember telling Heather, and, and she was so happy, you know, and the first thing she says, I, oh, I love Mrs. Benson. <laughs> she, she, was, she was so relieved, so it, it was good. You know what, it's, um, one, it's hard because I love so many people there, um, you know, and at the, at the same time, it's a breath of fresh air because I get to reinvent myself. I get to, you know, the work ethic and all those kind of things and, uh, Deacon, sit up, bud. <laughs> I don't want to steal in your stuff. Uh, <laughs> you're good, buddy. Uh, you know, I think for me, I just get to come in and show my work ethic and, and really prove it again. You know, I, I got, I mean, I'd be lying to you, so I didn't have a chip on my shoulder with how everything finished. You know, I didn't plan on or dream of it finishing that way, that's for sure. And, um, you know, when I was told of, you know, why, and I understood the business side of why certain things were happening, all that, I mean, I get it. But, you know, for, for me as a competitor, I wanted to finish with my teammates and all that kind of stuff. It, it lit a fire in me um, that I've always had, but it just made it hotter, you know, and it, it, it it gave me this excitement to it. Okay, I can't wait to get into another building and, and show everybody, you know, just what I just what I'm capable of and just what I can do. And so, um, it's a little bittersweet because of all the people that I love there, um, that I have relationship with there, but also very exciting to you know kind of come try and prove yourself again here. Oh, I mean, you just gotta be you gotta be available to them, you know, to your teammates. Um, you know, I'm. Hopefully they know I've reached out to as many as I can so far, and I, I have more to reach out to. So if I haven't reached out to you yet, I will. I promise. I'm trying my best, you know, with everything going on. It's been crazy, um, but I just make myself to let them know, no matter when or what you need, I'm here for you. You know, like, I'll and I, and I keep telling. I said I'll prove it to you on the field, but hopefully I can prove it to you off the field as well that it will be there no matter what. You know, like at, what, at 3 a.m. Like just call me, you know, please and. I remember I've told so many teammates that, and I've, and I, I guess it means so much to me because I've dealt with some some hurt and past experiences where there were some late night things that happened, um, losses of lives and things like that, where I was like, man, you know, I really wish I just could have been there for that teammate, and it just makes me even more hungry to be there for my teammates more as brothers than anything else, um, and then hopefully by building that relationship and genuinely actually caring about what the questions you're asking, um, you know, rather than just checking a box. Uh, I think by doing that, you, you build a, a greater chemistry and a bond that when you get on the field and, you know, you know throw a pick, hopefully I don't, but if I throw one the defense, don't worry about it, we'll get you the ball back, man. You know, if they give up a touchdown, I tell them, hey, don't worry about it, we'll get you the lead back, don't worry about it. You know, like there's no spite, you know, anything like that. And you try and build that kind of chemistry and that team atmosphere, but it starts now. Derek, you had, and I know it's early, so maybe not, but uh, early impressions of Bob Curry or yeah. Michael Tom Curry thus far? 
I have, yeah, a lot. Yeah, he's been great. Um, so bright, so smart, you know. Um, the one thing, I, they're just so, everyone's so even kill, you know. It's like, so I was waiting for someone. So when are they going to yell at me, DA? It's like, when, well, that's yeah. coming. <laughs> <laughs> someone's going to yell at me sometime, you know. Um, but, I mean, everyone's just, like, so even kill. They're just, you can, the one thing you feel in this building is from the top down, everyone is pushing in the same direction. You know, there, no one stepping on anybody's toes. Every idea is a good idea, you know, unless it doesn't work. You know, it's not about who's right. It's about what's right. And that's one thing I've learned watching our offensive staff, you know, work and be together is, you know, who cares whose idea it was? It's our idea. You know, we, we are going to get the credit. You know, we are going to win the game because of A, B, and C. And I, I just feel that so much with RC and with Pete and with everybody. Like, it's just like, let's just do what's right, you know, and this is how we do things. You know, what are you in, you know, a lot of questions. What, what, what were you good at? And they're pulling up my, you know, cut-ups, and they have every pass I've ever thrown. I was like, oh, I forgot, you know, forgot about that one, you know. But, um, you know, it's been really cool to work with RC um, and talk to him. Um, it's been, for me, I'd say it's, it's been really cool just the way he's carried himself, too, throughout the whole thing. Like, he would reach out, and he's like, look, dude, I, he played. You know, he's like, I'm not going to bug you, dude. Like, just know I want you to be here. And that's how I would be. Like, dude, I want you to be here. If you want to be here, awesome, you know. Uh, but I'm not going to bug you, you know. And that's how everyone's been. Like, we want you here. They made it made it very clear, but they let me go through the process, and he was definitely that way too. Yeah, you kind of alluded that to that as well. The idea of the organization trying to tell us about success with this pursuit, success with other pursuits like regardless of injury and how you in last year. Is that sort of been the universal approach without giving away the trade secrets, of course, uh, and how you know, successful has that been? Yeah, well, look, I mean, I. It's it's easy to to sell the truth, you know what I mean. And so, um, I think what we've been able to accomplish here, at least since, you know, since I came back, um, you know, I, I think all that kind of sells itself um, because it's it's the truth. And we've been one of the most successful organizations in the National Football League over the last seven or eight years. And so. Um, we're going to continue to be that, and I think this is a step in the right direction to getting back to, you know, where we feel like we should be. We have time for one more question. If anybody has one, one once. Yeah, what do you feel is next for this team? Obviously, free agency is coming up. Where in terms of free agency, how long do you have to sort of draft these things and build around them? Well, look, I, I think um, I think first and foremost, you know, we're we're. We're trying to see what we can do within our own building, you know, in terms of trying to get some of our guys back, um, and and that would be option A. Um, we'll see what's out there in terms of the, the the market. I don't see us, you know, going out in the first day or two of free agency and having some big splash uh, acquisition. I think we'll do what we've always done here: is um, we'll kind of monitor the market and and see what players fit what we want to do and how we want to do things. And if there's a good fit there, we'll, uh, we'll pull the trigger on it. Um, and if not, we'll go through the draft process and, and, and let that play out. So, um, but, but yet this was, you know, in our mind, this was a, a big domino to fall and, and everything else I think kind of falls into place after that. Coach Allen, what about uh, the resigning of JT Gray? It seems like uh, you always want to keep great players, good players. Uh, he's amongst the best on special teams, not only a Pro Bowl, but all pro level. I think that was significant going forward, considering his contribution, not, on, not only on special teams, but on, on defense as a whole. 
Yeah, look, I mean, uh, you know, JT's obviously been an outstanding special teams player for us. Um, and, and really over the last couple of years, um, you know, he's been a reliable participant on, on defense for us. And so uh, our ability to get him back, I think, was, was big. And, and, and certainly, look, he's, he was a special teams captain for us. Um, and so um, he's a big part of what we're, able to, what we're able to do specifically from a team's aspect. Thank you all. You've been listening to Derek Carr's introductory press conference here at the Saints facility in Metairie. When we get back from the break, more from the Saints quarterback with me, Steve Geller, the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, and the voice of the Saints, Mike Haas, right here on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.